First off, all the news you need to start your day. Good morning, this is News Talk with me, Shane Beatty. It's Wednesday, August 23rd. I hope you're well. Coming up... The ultimate decision on whether to go ahead with this or not rests with Ironman. War of words breaks out between Ironman and Triathlon Ireland over cork swim controversy and teachers say urgent action needed on recruitment and retention crisis. Plus we'll have all the other news making the headlines and the latest in sport and entertainment. But first up this morning, a dispute has emerged between the organisers of last weekend's Ironman in Cork and triathlon's governing body. Two competitors died during the swimming race in Yall on Sunday morning. Triathlon Ireland says its officials didn't sanction the race because of adverse conditions. However, the organisers, Ironman Ireland, says that was not communicated to on-site officials until several hours after the swim was completed. Owen English, senior reporter with the Irish Examiner, says two versions of events have now emerged. What Ironman is now claiming is that they weren't told by the Triathlon Ireland technical officers until after the swim event that they would not approve the sanctioning for the event. And this is in direct contradiction to what Triathlon Ireland are saying. They are insisting that their technical officers told Ironman that they couldn't sanction the event before the swim. The Teachers Union of Ireland is calling for resources to tackle the teacher recruitment and retention crisis in the budget. It wants to see an increase in teaching allocations to schools at second level, allowing for the recruitment of teachers on a full-time basis. A recent survey has shown only 31% received a full-time contract with their first job. TUI President Liz Farrell says schools and students will struggle if things don't change quickly. The first thing would be to increase the teaching allocation to schools to allow for more full-time jobs on initial appointment. A recent survey that we carried out showed that less than one-third of teachers received a full-time contract for their first job and only one in ten were offered permanent positions. Business owners in Dublin will meet with Gardaí today to discuss tackling crime on the city streets. Representative Group Dublin Town says its members are concerned about a notable increase in shoplifting and antisocial behaviour post-pandemic. Their meeting follows the Justice Minister's announcement yesterday that additional armed Gardaí units will be deployed in the city centre following recent high-profile attacks. CEO of Dublin Town Richard Guiney says a long-term plan is needed. There are issues that we need to address, but I think thankfully it's not at a point where we need a continuous armed presence on the street. The uh, additional resources that are going to be deployed in the city centre are very welcome. I also think the public order unit certainly have a reassuring role to play. They have been deployed at weekends and as I understand it, they will be deployed more regularly. Almost 2,000 pubs have closed across the country since 2005. A new report from the Drinks Industry Group of Ireland shows a continuing decline in the number of pubs, especially in rural areas. The sector is calling on the government to ease costs on small rural businesses by reducing alcohol excise duty over the next two years. Tony Foley, Associate Professor of Economics at DCU Business School, says there's no incentive for family-run pubs to keep going. In many ways, the rural pub problem is very like the small farm problem, that the existing publican or the existing farmer is willing to operate the business without generating lots of money. But the successor then, when they retire, is not interested because they've gone to university and the return that they make is not sufficient to encourage them to do so. The government's facing renewed calls for gender quotas in local politics, 
Women make up 51% of the population but hold 26% of council seats. The National Women's Council's All-Ireland Forum is calling for a 40% gender quota ahead of the next local elections. Spokesperson Rachel Coyle says it's a controversial measure but it's needed to level the playing field. The way that we describe them is a sort of a temporary and necessary evil in the sense that you know, you can't be what you can't see. We need to normalize more women on the ticket. I mean, quotas aren't a silver bullet either. We want to see this happening in tandem with the other measures that build women's capacity for engaging in public representation. All seven children and one adult who were left dangling in a broken cable car over a canyon in Pakistan have been rescued. Two were winched to safety by helicopter yesterday. The rest had to be pulled along a makeshift zip wire in the dark hundreds of metres up. Chairlifts are commonly used as cheap transport in remote areas. Faisal Karim Kundi from the Pakistan People's Party says safety standards must be improved. It's not been looked after properly. So the Prime Minister has today directed all the concerned authorities to look at the, all the cable cars and check whether they are up to the mark or not. If they're not up to the mark, they will be closed. Donald Trump's former lawyer has turned himself in to authorities in Georgia. He's charged with orchestrating a scheme designed to keep the former US president in office after his election defeat back in 2020. John Eastman has publicly criticised the charges in a statement issued by his representatives. In entertainment news, New York's Roisin Wiley is the new international Rose of Tralee. She was officially crowned after last night's festivities in Kerry, becoming the fifth New York Rose to claim the title in the competition's 64-year history. Born and raised in the US, the 27-year-old's parents hail from Limerick. Here's the moment she was crowned on RT last night. Oh, I'm, I'm speechless. I, I'm so thankful. And I'm just so excited for the next year. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I'm, I'm just, I'm amazed. I'm so thankful. And in sport and athletics, Kira McGeehan says her World Championship performance has boosted her confidence ahead of next year's Olympics. She broke her own national record, placing fourth in the 1500 metre final in Budapest last night. This morning we'll see Louise Shanahan go in the fourth of seven heats in the women's 800 metres. Sarah Lavin goes in the first of three semi-finals in the 100 metre hurdles tonight. She needs to finish in the top two or be one of the fastest two losers to advance. All eyes though will be on Rashida Adelecki, who's drawn in lane four for the final of the women's 400 metres. That's underway at 25 to 9 Irish time tonight. And that is first up for this morning. Please start your day with us again here tomorrow. In the meantime, you can check out all the news you need on newstalk.com.